0: Hi, everyone, Ronan here, and welcome to the final episode of the Student Leadership News Podcast for the 2018 calendar year. We've got something a bit different planned for this episode. We are going to unleash our best leadership tips where that segment has featured throughout the 2018 year. So we've taken them from the vault throughout the year, put them together into this episode so that we can finish the year with a bang, knowing that in one place, we are bringing you our best leadership tips. So I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode and we'll be back live with new episodes in 2019.
1: BLT, best leadership tip.
2: BLT Ronan, best leadership tip. The name of the sandwich that we both enjoy. Love
0: bacon a BLT, bacon, lettuce, tomato. Get rid of lettuce and tomato and you've got the best you thing b- in the world. Just,
2: it doesn't work. This segment is called bacon or best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Needs the LT to make sense. It does. So BLT, best leadership tip. What is your best leadership tip for these students? Okay, something I've been thinking about recently is delegation. Okay,
0: People often use the word delegation and my tip is to know the difference between good delegation And bad delegation let me explain it a bit more yep like if I say the word delegation or if I ask you to explain it simply what would you say delegating is
2: okay I reckon delegation is simply just asking other people to do things maybe asking them to uh, contribute towards a task but you know really just trying to get them to be involved in something asking them to do something
0: yeah and that's a simple summary and you're 100% correct in that I think what I've realized bad delegation is, is when people say, oh, you know what, I'm going to get other people to do tasks on my list so that I don't have to do them. And now that I'm a leader or a good leader is someone that doesn't have to do anything, they just manage other people doing things. And so it's it's an approach that's done really poorly often when it's just about offloading my responsibilities on other people. But what we wanna say good leadership is, or sorry, sorry, good delegation is, is when I realize out of everything that's a responsibility for me or a responsibility of my task list, some of those things I should do myself because I would do them really, really well and I'm the best person to do them. But then there are other things on my list that I should give to you, can because you would do them better. There's other things I should give to somebody else on a team that I'm with because they would do them really, really well. And when I give the right tasks to the right people, not only do they do them well, they enjoy do, doing them and the whole team environment is fantastic. So the important thing I wanna encourage people to think about when it comes to delegation, um, our best leadership tip, is don't just give people tasks to do for the sake of it. Really think about who should do what task for the benefit of the people people. And the benefit of the project so that whole idea of delegation is such an important thing
2: yeah sure is and I think it's something that you know just student and not just students but um, everyone kind of struggles with delegation at times I know that there's been times where myself as a leader I've struggled delegating because of thinking you know like I've got to keep my hand on this this is my favorite thing Um, and I, I won't let anyone else be involved in this but delegating it really is like you said like having that trust letting other people do it and knowing that they're going to actually maybe do do it better than you
0: Yeah, and it's thinking it through and saying I'm not just going to ask other people to do things for the sake of it I'm going to have a plan as to who does what for what reason that's that's good delegation
2: yeah excellent okay we're going to jump into our next segment of the podcast right now
1: BLT best leadership tip
0: okay Emily you have a leadership tip for our audience take it away
1: Okay, so my best leadership tip is to be reliable and reliability, it's a simple word that we can hear but thinking about it as an actual leadership quality, we're talking about being trustworthy and following through on what you say. So, trustworthiness, it's not just about keeping secrets but about following through if you're committing to things making sure making sure you show up so if you put your hand up to help out with something at school yep. making sure you show up so being reliable is something really great for leaders to do
0: yeah good point i think it's good that you talk about following through because mm-hmm. sometimes people think reliability means just being there yeah and being there is the f- is first part of it but the following up is another thing i think it also helps yeah. like build respect once once someone is being reliable then others want to follow that person.
1: Yeah, once someone's displayed reliability as a leader, people trust them and they've built that rapport and they're far more more likely to call upon them for future projects. Like if you wanted someone to help you out or lend you a hand or jump on board with a project, you'd be looking for someone who was known as a reliable person who followed through, not someone who said all these things and then didn't really happen.
0: Would you say you're reliable, Emily? I try to be most of the time. What's the hardest thing about being reliable? Mm
1: just uh, multiple challenges perhaps uh, time management yeah that's true yeah true rocking out when you get there or like getting uh, I get overexcited about things so I just want to be a part of everything so I'm like yeah yeah I'll do it and then I'm like oh my goodness yeah, <laughs> so many that's things true. so
0: it's hard it to be reliable if you haven't prepared mm-hmm. in advance with things that you can be reliable for yes. or if you haven't thought about can I be reliable with this
1: mm-hmm. BLT best leadership tip
2: best leadership tip for this episode, Ronan. Um, You've got a pretty exciting tip you want to share with me. What is it?
0: Yeah, it's um, a straightforward tip, but I'm excited to be able to illustrate this tip live on the podcast, okay? The tip that I want to suggest for student leaders is when you're planning activities that you want to lead at your school, try and keep them as simple as possible. We often hear student leaders talking about extravagant plans. Things are going to take a lot of time, money and planning, and often they never take place, but we want to suggest that you keep things simple, certainly simple to start with, and often simple is all you need. If you're looking at uh, activities around your school to get students involved in things, to create activity at lunchtime at your school, whatever you're trying to achieve, try and keep it simple. Okay, can I demonstrate it for you, Cam, with a game right now? Yes, let's okay. do it. Okay, you think about when people are often on long journeys, you're yep. forced to play simple activities. Simple Just like games. Us. Yeah, that's it, pretty simple. Okay, we're on this journey. And, uh, you know, I spy is the old favorite, but we can do better than that, all right? Okay. I want to introduce our podcast listening audience to the clinker challenge. Okay? okay. So, the advantage of watching this on the video version right now is you will see me holding up a packet of Cadbury clinkers. He's yep. okay? pulled them out of nowhere.
2: They're ready to
0: go. <laughs> and uh, the clinkers, they are like, like a large chocolate bullet, we'll go with that, and on the inside is either a uh, color green candy, or color yellow, or color pink. It's one of the three. The way that the clinker challenge works, Cam, uh, you will have to declare first whether you think you're about to bite into a clinker that is yellow, green, or pink. Then you will bite into it and you'll claim the point if you get it correct. Okay. Let's do three each, see who wins. Okay? okay, you go first. So, I've got my clinker, yep. um, I bite into it. What do you think it's gonna be? Oh, You forgot! Uh, I said the game had to be simple. You just want an extra clicker, okay? That means that's not me. <laughs> okay, so now we actually start. I'm going to claim this one as a green one, okay? Yellow. Oh. Ah, okay. Got to finish it. No points to me. Zero out one. Yeah, okay, you go. Grab a Round yeah. one, Cameron. Ah, uh, pink. Yellow again. Ah, oh. okay.
2: Yeah. Round two,
0: Ronan. I'm going yellow this time. Pink. Ah, I haven't scored. Yeah, um, green. Yellow! Is anyone going to score in this game? I'm going pink again, here. My last one.
2: Pink! Yeah! Oh, okay. For the win, well, for the tie, I guess. Yeah, if you, don't, um, you get this wrong, I win the game.
0: Green. What well, was well, Yellow. Ah, sorry. My, my third yellow. <laughs> third yellow in a row. <laughs> You'd think I would learn and go yellow, but
2: no.
0: Yep, I deliberately tapped it with the pack beforehand. <laughs> no, so, I win 1-0. One, uh, one Excellent. Okay, as simple as that. You could play that for hours. It's probably not good for um, your sugar intake, <laughs> but it is certainly a lot of fun. Now, we could play that for a while, but get the idea. I'm not saying at school that student leaders should go around playing the clinker challenge. That'd I mean, be fun. maybe you would like to. More, the point is try and keep things simple. Allow people to enjoy activities that are simple. They understand it, you can communicate it, And a lot of people are more likely to get involved in things at school that are simple. So there you go. Best leadership tip for this episode is to keep things simple.
2: And it involves chocolate, so it is always a great leadership tip.
1: (laughs) BLT, best leadership tip.
2: Best leadership tip, BLT, the name of one of my favorite sandwiches, but also the name of this segment, Ronan. What is the best leadership tip for this episode?
0: Okay, I wanna encourage people to use well-known days when planning events. Uh, What I mean by that is if you're trying to create some kind of event at your school, and this works outside of school as well, that you want a lot of people to get really excited about. Instead of creating a really crazy random concept from scratch and then hoping people understand what you're talking about, That's a long method that involves a lot of risk. When we say use well-known days, what we mean is choose something that's happening in the calendar, like it's an annual event of some kind that people have already heard about, partly because it's a national day that's already celebrated, or perhaps it's something that's a well-known charity day that gets lots of TV um, publicity. So for example, let me give you an example recently to show you how it works. Um, We look at Anzac Day. So Australia and New Zealand in recent weeks have celebrated Anzac Day on April the 25th. That happens every single year and people know what Anzac Day is. Not everybody knows everything about. but people get the rough idea of what Anzac Day is. You could use Anzac Day as a launch pad for another event or activity at your school. Now, Anzac Day may well be a public holiday, but we're talking about what could you do that's themed around that. So you could do a fundraiser themed around Anzac Day. You could do a leadership workshop themed around principles that have been learned from the Anzac military so um, uh, you know the AFL right? Like yep. The AFL footy, so some yep. people in some states right into it um, like where you're from, don't know if they're into it as much no. but it's, it's a huge uh, it's a huge competition, has hundreds of games that are played every year but they have one on Anzac Day every single year and on that day on Anzac Day they fill Australia's biggest stadium the MCG with 100,000 people. Now that's a normal game it's not a final, it's a normal game that's played every single year but everybody goes because it's anzac day themed they have an anzac day ceremony they have anzac day fundraising so it's purely a themed football match that's all it is now it's an important themed football match but it's still just a themed football match so the reason i point that out is it stands out as such a popular and exciting thing that people love so schools should perhaps do the same thing. So there's
2: heaps of days in the calendar that there people is. could build days around. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I know, I know a couple there, like Valentine's Day. I've heard of some schools who use that. Or the world's greatest shave, something that you know schools have heard of before, even the world, uh, the greatest morning tea, biggest morning biggest tea. Biggest morning tea.
0: tea. It's happening soon. So instead of just saying we're having a cupcake day, people yep. are like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean we're selling cupcakes? Or does that mean we're making cupcakes? Or like what's happening on cupcake day? No one understands that. But if you say we're having Australia's biggest morning tea, Tea, then your school benefits from the fact that there's a ton of advertising happening on TV for Australia's biggest morning tea. And in other countries, there would be other events that people get excited that their school has a version of that event happening. So yeah. that's probably our best leadership tip at the moment, and it really stood to the forefront last week with this massive ANZAC Day AFL match. Um, that schools should embrace well-known days for their events as well. Thanks for listening to the Student Leadership News podcast. Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news.